The False Comfort of Self-Pity Self-pity is one of the most unhappy and consuming defects that we know. It is a bar to all spiritual progress and can cut off all effective communication with our fellows because of, because of its inordinate demands for attention and sympathy. It is a maudlin form of martyrdom, which we can ill afford. This is a quote from page 238 and the wonderful book, As Bill Sees It. The false comfort of self-pity screens me from reality only momentarily and then demands, like a drug, that I take an even bigger dose. If I could... Uh, I just want to say, as I'm trying to read this, so I'm, I'm also reading another quote from a wonderful book called Daily Reflections, which are basically just testimonials and thoughts from AA members, which I... I believe is incredibly helpful to all of us, no matter whether you're struggling with alcohol or not. But I was so proud that I made it through the line from As Bill Sees It's, it is a maudlin form of martyrdom. I got that line, and then I butcher this one. So let me try that again. The false comfort of self-pity screens me from reality only momentarily, and then demands, like a drug, that I take an even bigger dose. If I succumb to this, it could lead to a relapse into drinking. What can I do? One certain antidote is to turn my attention, however slightly at first, toward others who are genuinely less fortunate than I, preferably other alcoholics, in the same degree that I actively demonstrate my empathy with them. I will lessen my own exaggerated suffering. Again, that's from Daily Reflections. Welcome to the It Just Is podcast. I am your host, Michael Smalley. Today, we're diving into a topic that affects us all at some point in our lives. Oh, that false comfort of self-pity. But first, before we go, before we go on, at least. Don't forget there is daily coaching waiting for you as a podcast or VIP member. So check that out at smalleyinstitute.com where you can sign up, you support the show, and you get live daily coaching with yours truly. That would be me. The pearl of wisdom for the day is let go and let God. You know, the the false comfort of self-pity is just yet, it's just yet another reason I struggled and failed for so many years. <clears throat> it Self-pity, when I, you know, I was really struggling to find, because I, I, I want to do some interviews, hopefully this week, with friends and family and experts to kind of help wrap up this launch under with the rise study for the it just is podcast and i stumbled across this as i was going back through my the readings and the notes and the highlights i made in the book daily reflections which is really really good and i i found this this thing on self pity and it it was like the holy spirit punched me smack square in the gut 
and reminded me just how frequently, because my marriage was struggling, which, you know, I've shared already at the launch of this podcast and probably in some episodes here and there, that, you know, my divorce was finalized in May of 2023. And, you know, some of the things that I've had to learn to own in the failure of my own marriage as a marriage expert. And I mean, this is all I've ever done for 30 years. Self-pity really is probably one of those top three things because as, as, as issues spiraled out of control or as I was dealing with whatever negative impact that I was experiencing in my marriage, man, self-pity was a favorite turn to for myself. And that led to you know, gross overeating for 20 years, which led straight, the self-pity becomes so destructive because why? Well, we get to, we get to be a victim. We get to be all woe is me. And, and when our attitude turns in that direction, nightmares ensue. That's the reality. Nightmares ensue. And addictive behaviors, destructive behaviors, will spiral out of control. Self-pity. Oh, my Lord, it is tempting. It's that cozy corner of our minds where we seek solace in our own misfortunes. But is it truly comforting or just a deceptive illusion? Is it just... You know, what's the truth behind this emotional trap of self-pity? Because all you have to do is imagine a scenario where life throws you a curveball and you find yourself feeling down and defeated. It's natural. Obviously, it's natural to experience sadness and frustration or disappointment. However, self-pity takes it a, well, it takes it a step further. Indulging in a cycle of negativity that can prevent growth and it hinders our ability to move forward. Let's just take just take a moment here to challenge the allure of self-pity. Instead of wallowing in our miseries, what if, what if we redirected that energy towards self-reflection and finding solutions? So instead of focusing on the wallowing, Instead of focusing on the victimhood of whatever's happening to you or around you, what if that energy was redirected towards self-reflection and finding solution? It's in these moments that we discover that that we truly do discover our true strength, our strength and our resilience. Instead of indulging in self-pity, I chose to move to Southern Lebanon last April. And you might you might hear that and go, wait, what? So yeah, my brother asked me, hey, what are you going to do? Because obviously I had spent a lifetime of showing my friends and family, my children and the world that when things go down, when things get difficult, I'm not only just going to stick my head in the sand, but I'm going to do something, something destructive to escape the pain. 
And so my brother, being loving, was like, hey, what are you going to do with my divorce impending? And I went, you know what? And this wasn't like I didn't make this decision in April. I'd been thinking about it probably since October or even earlier, honestly, of 2022, of going, okay, if this, if we're, if we're not able to turn this thing around, what am I going to do differently this time instead of leaning in on something destructive? Instead of just wallowing in debauchery, am I going to do something actually healthy? Am I going to trust Christ ultimately? It was going to be yet just another testing of my faith. And so I told him, man, I, I need to get out of this country and I need to go serve people who are even less fortunate than I am. And because of reasons I won't totally go into right now, not for any, you know, I'm not trying to hide anything, but I had, I had, God had graced me with a trip to Southern Lebanon in 20, in March of 2022. And so that was kind of the first place I thought, man, I'd love to be able to go back because I really connected with the ministry there. You know, as, as you can imagine, there's not a lot of Christian activity in Southern Lebanon. It is controlled by Hezbollah. And it's quite militant, obviously, that with, with current events, you can see what Hezbollah is up to. And, and it's a really intense region of the world. Of course, moving there in April, I didn't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's an unsettled place of the world. So I, I wasn't an idiot. I knew I wasn't moving into a safe zone. But I also wasn't fully aware that this war was going to be breaking out soon and and I eventually had to flee the country in late July because it was I could see it I mean living there you I knew oh my lord this is actually this is going to be happening and so I was able to luckily get out of the country before things started really shutting down and uh, went to Ethiopia but the I I considered this instead of self-pity this was a self-care move because, again, I could help people who were living in a much more difficult situation than I was. Instead of feeling sorry for myself, I decided to be obedient to God's will and serve others. Rather than playing the victim, my focus shifted towards loving others. The truth is, self-pity can be alluring because it offers a temporary escape from responsibility. It allows us to place blame externally, avoiding the need for personal growth and accountability. But true growth only occurs, pay attention here, true growth only occurs when we face our challenges head on, learning from them and using them as stepping stones to success. This is critical. And, and by the way, this was, uh, you know, yet another error that was a big part of my own relationship, my own marriage ending in divorce, is our inability to lean in and lean towards each other when things were difficult. And we, of course, we, I mean, we were married for 28 years. It's not that we never did that. But consistently on the things that were really broken, the things that were really painful, 
the things that were truly challenging, we often, I often shut down and closed myself off and escaped from the pain I was feeling instead of leaning into that pain. So as I wrap up today's show, I encourage you to reflect on your own experiences with self-pity. Are you really finding comfort in it? Or is it just holding you back from reaching your full potential? Remember, self-pity can feel very cozy at first, but it ultimately hinders our personal growth and it prevents us from embracing our resilience. And don't forget, if you're a fan of the podcast, if you want to take your personal growth to the next level, become a member now and support the show at smalleyinstitute.com and get live daily coaching with me. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Your will, not ours, be done. And remember, keep listening, because it works if you work it.